What's going on, everybody? My name is Stefan Coons. Welcome to the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. Now, this is a podcast that we've created. And when I say we, I mean Pursuit Health and Performance. And if you guys don't know who we are, we're an online fitness and nutrition coaching company. We also coach in person in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, the reason I make these podcasts is to help people that want to better themselves. And that could be mentally, physically, hopefully both. And that's specifically why I'm recording this episode because um, I have really struggled with discipline lately, okay? I really have. And I'll be super transparent during this episode. I'll tell you everything that I struggle with because I'm not perfect. Even as a coach, I fall short all the time. There's coaches out there that will tell you, you know, I do it, I don't care, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I, I'm like, okay, well, I understand you're going to be more disciplined than your clients. I understand you're going to be more disciplined than the average person. But if you tell people that you're disciplined and you just never mess up and you always track your food and you never miss a workout, there are some people that literally do that, by the way. Um, I think that starts to borderline obsessive. But even if it's just super ultra dedication, excellent. Are you like that in every other area of your life? And I'll break down the areas. I believe there's five areas slash buckets of life, okay? Finance, and this is not in order, okay? Finance, faith, family, friends, and fitness. That's how I break down my life. And I, and the reason I break down my life is because I look at somebody, I go, wow, that person's really disciplined. Where though? Like my, my stepmom doesn't work out at all. Like no discipline with fitness. But she's, but she's a CPA. She's an accountant. She's very disciplined with her finances and gets every receipt and tracks everything. So why is that person disciplined in this area? And, and, and she can be so meticulous, but she can't go to the gym, right? Or I'm the opposite. I honestly don't keep a checkbook. I mean, I'm good with decent with my finances. Should I say decent? Um, I'm not like, you know, but I, I don't follow the same principles. I'm not as disciplined with money, but I'm really disciplined with fitness. Or you might say, I'm really disciplined in my relationship. Like we never miss a date night. I always tell my spouse that I love. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm always, you know, a really good husband or a really good dad or whatever, but I'm overweight. So, so the thing is you have to look at what discipline is if you want success in all those areas. And I don't know about you, but having abs and having a broken marriage or a, a child that hates you or Having, you know, being jacked and looking really good with your shirt off, um, but then having like $100 in your bank account, none of that's good. Or being rich and fat, right? Like you, nobody wants one extreme while the others suffer. And uh, I don't know what the episode title is. I probably should have looked up before this, but I made an episode that basically just talked about the five buckets of life. Uh, I could drop it in the show notes, but you can go ahead and listen to that. And it will break it down a little bit more. But let's look at what discipline is. In my opinion, this is how I look at discipline, is in two parts. Number one, it is doing things that you know that should or need to be done regardless of how you feel. So it's taking the emotion out of it. And number two, you need to understand that just because somebody's doing something and they're like, you know what? I don't feel like it, but like I'm doing it anyways. That's not just so they're like, I'm a badass. It's so they can do something they want later that's better so you're actually trading what you want now for what you want most let me say that again you're literally trading what you would want now you're like i'm not going to do it for what you want more in the future okay that's when people are being disciplined it's not just to be tough 
I mean, yeah, during that time, but what's the what's what what's the reward? There's there has to be something in it for you. If there's nothing in it for you, the discipline will drop, right? And that's why most people they're like, I'm going to be super disciplined and, and I want to lose 30 pounds. They lose 30 pounds, and what happens? They stop working out and they gain it back. Why? Because there's no goal anymore. There's nothing in it for them. They've reached their goal because they didn't have a good coach or they weren't a good coach themselves, and they didn't say okay, well, now I'm getting on the have five more pounds to lose. What's my next goal? What's my next goal? What's my next goal? Because man, and when I say man, yes, men, but specifically just humans are meant to be goal oriented. We're meant to achieve, build, conquer. Like that's literally what we're meant to do. So the problem with, with like discipline is people do hard stuff just to do it, but they're not understanding that they need to have another driver underneath that's pushing them to stay disciplined. Okay. So now that we kind of understand what discipline is, right? There's the telling your emotions to just be quiet for now, right? And the reason that you have to do that, and it is very counter society right now, because we live in a society that's like, do what you want. If it doesn't, if you know, if it feels good, do it, right? So if anything feels good, do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. And that, to me, that's actually very dangerous in society. Because we have built what we have, whether you like it or not, all the things we have, phones and all this stuff, off of people not wanting to do things emotionally, but physically they just do it anyways, right? Uh, for example, how many people do you think every day, just in America, wake up and go to work when they don't want to? Probably everybody, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's some people that love their jobs, but most people when they wake up are not excited to go to work, yet it still goes. And when you go to the grocery store, there's people there. And when you, you know, go to out to eat, you still have somebody serve you. When you go to the gas station, guess what? And you go to pump your gas in your car, there's gas. Why? Because the guy drove there. He probably didn't want to drive there and fuel up the tank and do all that. So society and the world runs off of people being disciplined. Now, probably not in their fitness, but in some area of their life. Okay. So for their, them, most people are disciplined in the, if I break down the five buckets in finance, now maybe not with their finances, but work falls into that. Okay. So how can somebody be so disciplined in one area and not in the other? It's because people don't understand what discipline is. And this is why fitness. Okay. And I know it might sound cliche, but this is why fitness is so, so, so important because it creates discipline and discipline doesn't change from one area to another. Like you might inherently find it easier in one area or another, but it's the same construct. It's like, I'm, not, I'm gonna tell myself that the emotions don't matter just for now. Not don't be in touch with your emotions, okay? Like, oh, just do it anyways, be tough. Nope, nope, that, that literally is actually the worst thing to do. Because if you say, do it now, be tough, you know, a man will go, okay, I'm gonna do it. And then eventually he's gonna be like, why am I, doing this? Why, why am I continuing to do this? What's in it for me? There you go. That's why you need the underlying, right? That's why you need that backup driver, that thing. Like I'll be disciplined. I'll run uh, the hundred miles, be able to do ultra marathons for what, for why are you running a hundred miles? It's so they can be happier. I mean, and when you're like, well, how's that make you happy? Well, they get to like walk around with their chest out and the accomplishment of like, I'm a badass. I ran a hundred miles. They get to tell their friends about it. They get to tell stories about it. Maybe they have a bit, maybe they're a, a coach and, and now they're setting a standard for their clients. Like there is in it, like something in it for them. They're not doing it for nothing. 
Okay. Um, so when we look at like the world and, and discipline, and this is why I think, like I said, fitness is really important because if, if we can sit there and be like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym because I want, you want something, right? I want a nice body. And I know that to get a nice body, let's just say you want to lose 20 pounds and have abs. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily a super easy goal. It's simple, but it's not easy. You have to wake up, go to the gym four ish plus days a week, probably get a little bit of cardio in definitely have to eat a lot of protein should be tracking your food. Right. And then once you get the physique you want, you also have to learn how to maintain it while going in different phases. So it's not like it's a simple task to me, but it's not an easy task. Now, if you look at it and you, and somebody were to not work out at all, let's say they're disciplined in other areas of their life. If they literally just took that same mindset to fitness, they could be successful. The mindset they're doing right now. Like I know a lot of, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad to a 12 year old. And so I know a lot of parents that don't want to do things with their kids. They do them all the time. And I'm one of them. My son's like, Oh, hang out with me. And I'm like, dude, I'm so tired. Like I, I do not want to. And he's like, please. And I'm like, okay. Right. Because I know that right now I don't feel like it. You call it selfish, whatever. I'm just being honest. Like I don't some, I actually like to hang out with my son a lot, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to, I'm tired. I want to be selfish. I want to watch TV. I want to, you know, do my own thing. Like, I don't want to hang out with you, buddy. I, I'm sorry. Um, and, but then I'm like, okay, Stefan, you need to spend time with your son because he's going to be, you know, at a certain age soon and you want to have a good relationship with him. Look what I just did. I told myself I'm going to do something, even though I initially didn't feel like it for a better future, for something better in the future. That's literally discipline. And you might say, oh, that's not super disciplined. Okay. Well, I know people that have a planned date night and you might say, well, why do you have to plan it? Well, when you have kids and you're busy and own a business and all that, I, I mean, my relationship is better when I plan it. So I need to be more disciplined in my relationship and disciplined when I'm telling myself like, Stefan, I know it's like the extra, you know, mile to go and do these sweet things and, and surprise your wife and do all this stuff. But like, I also know that I want a better relationship in the future and the future could be tomorrow, right? That I want a continuous, better relationship. You know, if my relationship's a seven out of 10, I want it to be a 10 out of 10. So even though I selfishly don't feel like these things right now, because the lack of discipline is selfishness, right? Even for even, even being selfish to yourself, which I know is like kind of an oxymoron, but I believe you can be, you're like, mm -mm, I'm going to do this thing, right? Like, let's say it's working out and you know, you have to go and you say, nope, I, I'm not going. Okay. Well, you were just selfish to you. You literally said and gave in because you, you really have two people living in the same brain. You realize that, right? And I've talked about this before. You have like, the you that wants to be a badass and successful and is like the better version. And then we all have like the worst version of us, right? Or the lesser version that is the, the weaker one. And that says no, and that isn't disciplined. And most people go back and forth so much. That's why they fall off the wagon. What does that mean? That's a mindset shift. Like you're the same person. What's happening? And all it is, is an internal battle. So when we look at somebody that lacks discipline, the way that I look at it and I've lacked discipline is every time I'm like, there's a battle happening and I need, as a coach, I want to know what the conversation is in your head. Let me know. Let me, let me 
let me go into the battle. Because if I can do that, if we can figure out what the conversation is, especially with men, we can talk logic into the side that is better you, right? And the more you talk logic into the side that's the better you, right? The more badass, successful, the one that you want to be, right? Because we look at ourselves and we're like, I know how I don't want to be and I know how I want to be. So how you want to be is that version. So the more you talk logic into that version, that version just takes control, okay? It just does. Because like, dude, seriously, like discipline is a precursor to success and happiness. And I can't tell you how many times I've lacked discipline. And as soon as I lack discipline, my happiness goes down. And it's twofold. Number one, I'm disappointed with myself, just being transparent. I don't like talk a bunch of crap to myself, but I know, I know deep down inside, I could have done it and I chose not to. That's the real truth, right? I don't, like all excuses aside, I was tired, I my car didn't work. All excuses aside, I could have made it happen if I really wanted it. So now I feel bad because I'm like, man, like I, I should have done it. And everybody that lacks discipline feels that guilt. They might not admit it. They might not talk about it. But if you, if, and most people actually just ignore it. They're like, don't confront that honesty because they don't want to tell themselves, yeah, I could have done it and I chose not to. Because it's not a good feeling. That feels bad. Nobody wants to feel bad. And then we live in this society that's like, don't do that. Be kind to yourself. Be sweet to yourself. Yes, there's, there's a, but there's a balance. You don't have to tell yourself everything's okay and it's not a big deal if you mess up over and over and over again. No, that is a big deal. If you're overweight, if you're broke, if your relationship's damaged because you lack discipline, that's not a good thing. On the other end of the spectrum, if you're really mean to yourself and you set such unrealistic standards, and even if you achieve something, you don't know how to be proud of yourself and you're beating yourself up and you have body dysmorphia, right? Like that's not good either. But there's a place in between where you have discipline. And if you can go to the gym and if you can eat the foods you want when you don't, it does carry over to every other area of your life. And this is this kind of scary thing that happened to me this weekend. I realized, and I went on vacation, and I realized um, when I lack discipline in one area, it bleeds over to other areas. Now, if we flip the script, when I have discipline in one area, I actually have discipline in multiple areas. It bleeds over the same way. And it's just like momentum. Momentum is just motion. It can be momentum upwards positively, or it can be downwards. That's why people say downward spiral. But what's a spiral? If you drop a ball and there's actually a spiral, what happens? The ball starts slow. And as it goes each spiral, it goes faster and faster and faster, right? So it's the same way, but upwards. If you have discipline, in one area, let's just say the gym, I guarantee you when you hit, when you can sit there and go through that mental process of like, no, I don't want to do it, but like, I'm going to do it anyways, because I know it's worth it. And then what happens is you need a little bit of feedback. So you go to the gym and you do it over and over and over again. You got to like do it for a, you know, a good amount of time, let's say a month, two months, then you start to lose the weight. And then you're like, wow, this discipline is actually paying off. Like I'm not doing it for nothing. Cause that's, that's that driver. That's important. Then you realize you're not doing it for nothing. And if you get to see any of the underlying driver success, it just makes you more disciplined. Like, oh, I've lost 10 pounds. So now maybe you kind of like lollygag, get into the gym. Now you're like, wow, this actually 
is guaranteed. Like if I do this, then I get this. This is really good. I want, I, and I want that. I want the future thing. So now you're not lollygagging. You go to the gym and you're disciplined. So for this weekend, I told myself that I was going to be disciplined on drinking. I didn't drink a lot, but my kind of plan was maybe to have a couple of drinks. I had more than a couple of drinks. Um, just the, during the whole time. I'm not like, I don't really get drunk and stuff, but I had like more than a few drinks. Um, and I, and it wasn't something where I'm like, Stefan, you're not drinking for 30 days. I know people do the like uh, dry months and stuff like that. I just didn't drink for like four or five, or five or six weeks before I went. And when I went in my head, I was like, oh, you're just going to have like a couple of drinks. You know, don't like set back your fitness goals because I'm going to cut right now. And um, I actually did eat pretty healthy though. And it's like, Hey, and you're going to do cardio. Now I did go to the gym almost every day. I was on vacation. I got full workouts in. I was really proud of myself for that. But I told myself that I was going to get extra cardio in, which I didn't do. And I realized that I was lacking discipline and it literally started to bleed over into other areas of my life. When I'm undisciplined in one thing, I know that I can give into the now. I know that I can give into the emotions and it, and guess what, guys? Temporarily, it feels kind of good, right? Like it, 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 or you wouldn't do it. It feels good at the moment, but it's negative later. And so I missed the days of cardio and I consumed more alcohol than I wanted. And guess what? Started to bleed over to my business. I was like, oh, I'll do this. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'll just do it when I get back instead of being disciplined and doing what I should have. Oh, I have my devotionals. Oh, I won't do them today. I'll do them tomorrow. And it starts bleeding into every area. And Part of the thing too, is I talked about having those like two sides of you. All it is, is you have, and you don't even are, maybe you're not aware of it, but you have an internal conversation and the internal conversation goes something like this, at least for me. Hey, you know, you don't, you don't have to do this. Like you're on vacation, man. Like, you know, it, it will be there when you get back. And although that's true, my other side goes, yeah, but like, I know, but this is something that you planned on doing. You just do it. And if you do it, you'll feel better. Like just do it now and you'll feel good. You won't have any stress. And then the other side, the weaker side's like, yeah, dude, but like you're tired. and Like you already had such a long weekend and like you need rest, right? And, and there's some truths to both sides of those. But then I listen to the one that is the weaker one. The one that really only wants me to be happy now, even if it means destroying me in the future, right? And that's what you might not realize with discipline is that version of you is tricking you. It literally is. It's like, Hey, Hey, no, like do it now. This is, this is the way you should do it. You feel good. Don't you? Like, this is what you want. Don't you? And you're like, yeah. Right. It's like a conscious thing. Well, yeah. And then what it doesn't tell you though is, Hey, but in the future, you'll feel really terrible and you'll actually regret this decision. Like what if that side of you had that conversation before you said no to the discipline? Think about that. Like, Hey, yeah, you know, don't go to the gym and or uh, don't do your work. I'll go back to this analogy or this uh, event that happens. So like, hey, don't don't do the work. Just wait till you get back. You can do it on Monday. Blah blah blah. But then if the voice would have, and I guess what, I didn't do the work. I pushed it off, right? Which I usually don't do. I'm usually pretty disciplined. But because I wasn't disciplined with my fitness or my food, it literally bled into other areas of my life. And so that voice was telling me, oh, "I'll do it later," and I listened to it. Now, if the voice would have told the truth. It would have sounded something like this. Hey, you know, don't do it now. You're really tired. Um, like you did have a long weekend. You stayed up late, man. Like it, it will be there. But, oh, but if you make this decision, um, you're going to feel really guilty over the next couple of days. 
and you're going to feel really stressed and behind on work. Um, and you're also, it might also other affect other areas of your life. And then I would have been like, um, okay, well, if that's the case, then I'm just going to do it. I don't want that right now. Most of the time, if, even if I get into that internal battle, that's the conversation I have because I know that other voice is a liar and you know it. I mean, think about all the things you know you should be doing, but you're not doing. All the buckets of your life. Think about all the things that you know that you should be doing that you're not. You're not living up to your potential. You're not stepping up to what you can do and you freaking know it. You know it. Now you might not tell anybody. You might be living this complete lie. You might be, every, everybody could tell you, oh, you're doing a great job. But like, you know, you're selling yourself short a hundred percent. That's a hard thing to live with. And I lived with that for a very, very long time in so many different areas of my life. And guess what? I had my whole family and everybody telling me, oh, you're so good. Oh, you're so great. Oh, you're so great. And it's not that I wasn't happy with myself, but I knew I was selling myself short. I knew I could do more. I knew I was meant for more. I knew I could be a better husband. I could be better with my money. I could be better with my faith. I could be better with fitness. I could be better with my child and my friends. Like I can do better and I can't just chill there with low discipline and have the world say that I'm doing great when I know I'm not. And it takes a lot of self you know, discovery and a lot of time with yourself and a lot of self-reflection to get to that point. But it all comes from discipline, literally. Because the thing too is like, even, even this business, me doing this podcast, I worked so hard, so hard for like a year and a half. I mean, I still work hard, but like for a year and a half to two years, nonstop, all day, every day, basically I had to become obsessed with what I'm doing. And there's so many days where I'm working 16 plus hours and I don't want to do it but I do it anyways, because I know that if I can get to a certain point, that's going to be so worth the sacrifice. I mean, think about all the people that go to college and most people say college sucks really hard, a lot of homework, like nursing school or PhD program. Why would you put yourself through that much torture and be so disciplined with school? Oh, yeah, there's something in the future that's better. Oh, what? You're going to make $200,000 plus a year for the rest of your life. That's a pretty good trade-off. Why do you think people do it? Right? So the thing is, discipline isn't something that is like optional, okay? It's, it's not like, oh, well, like I want, I want my life to be better, but I'm going to do it without being disciplined. That thing doesn't exist because we're going to buy into our emotions now and we're always, always, always going to trade what we want now for what we want most. It's always going to happen unless we have discipline, unless we can sit there and as soon as we get an urge or a feeling, we go, no, 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 hold on. It's delayed, right? Like we, we live in a society that's instant gratification. This is literally de delayed gratification, right? Like, nope, I'm not going to do it, right? Yesterday I was at Costco. We bought these lawn chairs and I was like, oh, but these ones are nicer. And I had to use discipline and be like, Stefan, I know you want these, but you need to go home, unwrap the other ones. I know they're not going to be as good a quality, but you do save 50 bucks and another voice. Well, it's only a $50 difference. Like it's not that big a deal. Okay. But what the other voice isn't telling me is, oh, well, you're going to spend that money. And yeah, $50 isn't a big difference. But at the same time, you're telling yourself that like every time you get something that you need it to be better. If you see something better, you need that. And then you need that. 
And how do you think that's going to play out in the future, Stefan? If you have that mindset of nothing's good enough and you always need more, right? Especially for material stuff, do you think that's going to make you, you know, financially successful? Do you think that's going to put you where you want to be? What 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 image is that selling to your wife and your kids when you're like getting something and then immediately you want something else and something else and something else? That's what the reality is. And that's why I said no. It wasn't just the money, it was the mindset thing and impulse buying. So what do I have to do? I had to say, nope, you're not going to do it because later on you're going to be happy you made this decision. Right? I mean, I know as a man, like I go, <laughs> I mean, how many, how many of us are like shopping online and looking at all this other stuff? And you're like, nope, not going to get it. No, nope, not going to get it. That's great. That's, that's you showing yourself that you can be disciplined and you can have some self-control because they're kind of the same things. Well, this, I guess, is a little more self-control, but discipline and self-control are literally like brother and sister. It's, it's the same thing, right? Like you have enough self-control to say, I'm not going to eat that thing. Well, that's discipline too, because you're also telling your emotion, not now, I want that in the future, okay? So to wrap this all up, guys, I, I see as, as we coach, by the way, like we coach over a hundred people right now, all over America and in other countries too. And this is something that I hear a lot. That's why I'm doing this. Like, oh, I, you know, I wish I, I need to be more disciplined. I need to be more disciplined. Okay. This is ex exactly how you be disciplined. But, but the thing that I want to leave you on is this discipline is a muscle. Mental, like discipline, self-control, grit, uh, like any of those things you want to call it, they all kind of are in the same bubble. They're muscles. And the way you work a muscle is you work it over and over and over. And the more that you work it and recover, the stronger it gets. And so what that is, is no, you can't just sit there and be disciplined every single day, 100%. You have to be disciplined, disciplined, disciplined. Reflect, how has this discipline helped me? right? If you fall off the wagon, you get back on. Like, and it's a muscle, it becomes easier. And that's why you see those people that have been working out for 20 or 30 years, you're like, how, how every day? Well, probably the first five years, maybe it was a big challenge for them. But then it literally became a second nature, that muscle became so strong, that it's not a big deal. Like if you tell me go bench 135, it's like nothing. If I get somebody that's brand new to weightlifting, they might get crushed under that, even though it's not a lot of weight to me, right? It's a muscle. So the hardest part is getting started. It is. The hardest part is getting started and sticking to it enough to where that underlying thing that you really desire gives you a little bit of, <clears throat> excuse me, gives, me a, gives you a little bit of feedback that the discipline and the grit and the struggle and the you saying no to your emotions now is actually a good deal. It's a good trade-off, right? And this is where most people quit. What they'll do is they'll say, okay, I'm going to be disciplined. And then they're disciplined for, you know, let's just say 30 days. And then at 30 days, they haven't really seen any results. So they stop. And then what do you think happens when you stop training a muscle? It becomes weaker. And you know, by taking time out of the gym, basically starting all over again. And this is the thing about muscles. Like you could work them out for five months. You take two weeks off, you feel like you lost everything, right? Why? It's not just, I mean, muscles, obviously, from a physiological standpoint, but it's momentum. It's that spiral. Like one, you know, if you're disciplined for a week, then it's easier to be disciplined for two weeks and three weeks and four weeks and five weeks. Like most people break their sobriety within the first year, but most people that are at like year five plus are probably less likely. Like they're like, dude, I have the muscle to say, no, I don't want the alcohol. 
no, I don't want this, whatever addiction it is. The longer you've been on it, the better you get. Sure, there's people that relapse, there's outliers. But the whole point is you can see from other areas, not just fitness, that discipline is a muscle. And so if you're struggling with discipline, I want you to do this. Number one, I want you to make a commitment to yourself that you are going to actually, well, number one, get a good plan. Like especially exercise, I, I see this all the time. People work their asses off, but they're literally doing the wrong thing. And so they are being disciplined and they are doing what they should be doing, but they're frustrated with the results because they're doing the wrong thing. Okay, well, that's kind of your fault because you need to get on something that is actually tailored to you. And if you are like, but I don't know. Okay, well then don't start. Like literally, don't even start it because you're setting yourself up for failure. If you don't even know what to do, then don't start just, and, and like, oh, I feel good about myself working hard. Yeah, but why are you working hard? Oh, to lose the fat? Okay, do you know how? I kind of, I like I read some stuff. No, but do you 100% for a fact know what you're doing is the exact thing you should be doing for you and your lifestyle and your goals to lose the weight you want? Well, no, not 100, I'm like 70% confident. Okay, don't start. Wait till you're 100% confident or you can get with somebody that is 100% confident that can help you. That would be my recommendation. Then secondly, you need to stick on that until you see results from the why, the underlying thing that's driving you to be disciplined. Why are you disciplined? What do you want out of this, right? I want a better relationship. Okay, well, you need to keep going to counseling and you need to keep doing X until you see your relationship improve. Doesn't mean you stop, but like you're not allowed to give up until you see a little bit of positive feedback on the work you've been putting in. If people were to do that, I don't think very many people would, would quit on anything. They would continue to be disciplined because the thing you get in the future is so much better than what you get now. It is so much better. Like, why would you ever go back? It literally makes no sense. And that's how people stay disciplined because I've, I've, I've been at places where I was like, oh, I'm not going to drink. And then I drink in the weekend and drink in the weekend and drink in the weekend. And then I'm like, oh, I feel like crap. Oh, I have a belly now. I, you know, I'm nowhere where I want to be. But all the other times that I don't drink, I feel better. And I have more of what I want in the future. Like I have more of the things that I want and I'm more of the person I want. And so now, even though I might not be perfect, I'm at the point where if I didn't drink for like a year, I would be okay, right? And I've never had like alcohol problems or anything, but in the military and, and like my entertainment was drinking, like a lot of adults, oh, I just drink every weekend. I, I didn't like really, besides the gym, I had like no hobbies and I had no like real, I felt like I had no real purpose, right? So my purpose was to have fun and alcohol was fun, which really brought me to just always wanting alcohol or always wanting whatever addiction. So, you know, discipline guys, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a really beautiful thing. And it's helped me be super successful in a lot of areas of my life. Um, and if somebody is talking to you about it, right? Like let's say you're on your journey and they're saying, you know, oh, I wish, I wish I had the willpower like you. It's not willpower. That's also made up. Um, oh, I, I wish I was like fit like you or oh, I wish that I made this much money. If you actually look at every success that I've had, and this is all around the board for other people, not just me, it all tracks to discipline. Every single thing, and I've had some like blessings that probably <laughs> I didn't deserve, but if I really like was a fly on the wall, I'm like, yeah, well that happened because you kept doing that. 
that happened because you said, no, I'm not going to give in and I'm going to wait like everything and everything bad that's happened in my life. It like, like actually bad. Most of those things were from the opposite. We're from a lack of discipline, a hundred percent. I'm like, nope, you weren't patient. You had no self-control. You had no grit. You just dove in, you know, you just did these things. And although not all of them are like ended up being negative in the long, long run, they hurt. They were things that changed the trajectory of my life. And at that time for like not a positive and they were all like from a lack of, of being able to not give into my emotions, to step back, to reflect and make a logical decision to have that conversation in my head and to go with the stronger version. Every time I've done that, the situation ends up better. It just does. Like there's no, I mean, think about it. If you have one friend that was like a really shitty friend and they give really bad advice and they were really unsuccessful and just like not good. Like I've had those friends in the past. And you had one friend that was the complete opposite. Which one, if you, if you asked them every decision in the day, hey, should I do this? Should I eat this? Should I do this? Who should you listen to more? Which friend? Like if these are legitimately people, which friend should you listen to more? Okay, well, hopefully you said the, the one that is more successful and in better shape and happier and all this stuff. Now, if you were to like listen to that friend and listen to this friend and listen to that friend and listen to this friend, do you think that you would be where you want? No, you'd probably be like somewhere halfway in between. Like you do some good things and some bad things. And that's what we do in our heads. We're literally so freaking back and forth. But if you were to tell the shitty friend, hey, you know what? I appreciate you. I'm not going to get rid of you because you obviously can never probably get rid of that side of your brain where you go, hey, but like, I really am not going to listen to any of your advice. I love you, but like, I want to be more like this. So therefore, it makes logical sense that I'm going to listen to, to this other friend, right? And then every time the friend's like, yeah, but, and you're like, nope, sorry, dude, listening to you. Like that is, that's the most, to me, the way that I'm describing that is what makes the most sense. And think about it next time. If you're like, wow, this guy's kind of crazy. Like this is way too deep. Next time that you are not disciplined and you give in and you know, you should do something, but you don't think about that. Cause I guarantee you that conversation's happening in your head. It might be like that. It might be super quick. You might have this like big back internal battle. Like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? Right around like guilt or things that you know you should be disciplined in. And, um, and just like, just think about that. Think about that friend analogy. And I do like, call me crazy, but I'm literally like, no, that's the weaker version of you. You're not listening to that version. I literally, literally say that in my head to myself. And I'm like, nope, you're not listening to that person. Like it, it, it's not happening. Why? Because they're the thief of freedom. They're the thief of, uh, and, and, and the destruction of you later. Like what you want, they, they don't want that for you. They literally just want you to be happy now, which there's nothing bad about being happy now. You can't say no to everything that makes you happy now. There is some things you should say yes to. Okay, it's not, your whole life's not delayed gratification or else you become the people that work, 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 grind. They never have happiness. And then they wake up when they're 60, right? When they're retired and then they die when they're 70. That's not what I'm saying, okay? Live your life, be happy every day but don't give into the things you know you shouldn't be doing. Don't give into the things that you know the weaker version of you that you don't want to be like wants you to do. Hopefully this helped and uh, I'll talk to you guys next time.